beautiful day in Pittsfield. Sun is shining. Not so much for the New York Giants and their fans like myself, but good morning, everybody. Welcome to another edition of WTBR Sports Talk right here in Pittsfield. Robbie Zucker and the man on the other side of the glass, as my friend Steve Summers always says at WFAN, Sean Cronin. Sean, what was going on this weekend was insane, and last night was a disaster. Crazy week in the NFL, lots of baseball moves, basketball crazy, a crazy win for my team uh, the other night, the Ranger game with like 0.4 seconds left, but... Need to start off with last night's game. Sean, I've given up. I can't stand it anymore. I have had it with the Giants. From John Mara to Dave Gettleman to Patrick Graham to the disgusting, despicable Jason Garrett to Saquon Barkley and the worst quarterback in the National Football League right now, Daniel Jones, with the worst offensive line and the worst defensive line. The New York Giants were a complete embarrassment last night, except for a five-yard drive. This team scored three points. Three points in the entire game. One for nine on third down. And we can start with the quarterback. I'm sorry. That's it. I have had it. I'm to the point where Daniel Jones is not the answer. Okay? He is not the answer. Do you understand that, Gabe Gettleman? You had a chance to take other players in the draft. You chose this guy sixth overall. I sat there and cried in my beer because you didn't take Josh Allen from Kentucky. You took Daniel Jones with the sixth pick. He is a disaster, okay? I don't care. I'm tired of hearing about the excuses of the offensive line. This team put up 10 points against the team in Tampa Bay who had 30 points put up the, uh, against them, what, two weeks in a row, Sean? I mean, I have had it. I am sick and tired of it. One for nine on third down. Saquon Barkley is a disaster. Ooh, we're waiting for the return of Saquon Barkley. What? So he can get six carries for 26 yards. And Booker never runs. Garrett never establishes a running game. I am sick and I am tired of four-yard passes to the tight end. How many yards did the Giants get in offensively last night? 200 yards. Congratulations. Right? You said Adam Shine was on last night clapping, doing the only thing that Jason Garrett does well. The only thing Jason Garrett's good at is clapping. Yay! And every time they showed Garrett in, uh, 
Jones on the sideline. They both just sat there, like, staring like deer in the headlights. They weren't looking at the laptops. They weren't looking at anything. They were just staring. That's uh, a pathetic-looking crop of individuals on that sideline, right, man. Yeah, let's start, with the, let's start with the coach last night in the first minute, okay? What are you deferring? You won the coin toss. Oh, that's good. Let's put Brady on the field, and let's put the third-best offensive team in the National Football League. Let's stick them on the field and have them doink and dink their way down to happiness and down the field in three minutes and 26 seconds, and all of a sudden they're up 7 nothing. Nice strategy, Joe. And here come the Giants the other way, and what do they get out of it? Like they always do, a field goal because of all this ineptitude in the red zone. The Giants are the worst red zone team in the National Football League. How is Jason Garrett... Keeping his job. Oh, I know he's part of the Giant family, right, John Mara? Can the Giants get rid of him today? You could see Judge in the press conference. He wants to slaughter. He wants to slaughter Garrett, but he can't say anything against Garrett. Garrett stinks. I'm tired of this. You've got... Please. I mean, do the Giants have... Let me ask you something, Sean. Do the Giants have enough talent that they should score more than 10 points in a football game? Absolutely. Okay. So what... You give Kenny Galladay a four-year, $72 million deal at wide receiver, and you target him twice... You draft Saquon Barkley number two overall. You hand him the ball six times. Jason Garrett is the worst of the worst when it comes to offensive coordinators. And the stat that I saw this morning, the Giants in 26 games between last year and this year have scored 30-plus points one time. One time. Within, within, and it's it's not all Jason Garrett. I mean, you have the no, worst of the worst that. at quarterback, too, though. Daniel Jones, on a, 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 Giants were down 17-10 on a third down. He rolls to the left and throws to the right, right at a defensive tackle with no Giants player within 10 yards of who he was I throwing no to. What he was doing. And Eli, Eli and Peyton, I watched the Manning cast last night on ESPN2, which was an absolute blast. I thought they were both going to fall out of their chairs. They were both just like, oh, that was, uh, you hit the guy right in the head. Oh, you can't, you can't do that. It, it, it's, it, it's just, it's, it's, Hard to watch that team. And I watched the whole game because I wanted to talk to you about it. I'm a Patriot fan. But as a Patriot fan, I was offended with what was on my television <laughs> last night. I'm like, New York Giants, stop putting them on primetime. Get them off my TV. I know. Do you know the last 10 games they've lost on primetime? They have been bad on primetime since I'm a kid. It's unbelievable. 413 445 4234. 445 the number to call us here right at WTBR Sports. I mean, last night, I mean, it's another game. I mean, please get them off primetime. I mean, they played Kansas City. Okay, they played them well, but they never win on primetime. I'm just tired of this team. I'm tired of it. Gettleman's got to go. He's got to go. I would have fired Garrett today. If, the, if John Mara really cares about the fans and cares about this team, at least making some changes, get Garrett gone already. He's not the complete problem, but he's part of the problem. I am so sick and tired of watching Evan Ingram go out for a three-yard pass. What is the point? And then they have an opportunity with a fourth down. This, to me, was the big turning point of the game. They're down 17-10. They're driving. And what do they do? A fourth down and a yard and a half. And Jones rolls out and throws to nobody. How about running Booker? How about, I mean, they never establish a running game. They never establish any kind of running game. Jason Garrett's like, well, we're never going to run through this front seven. Let's just throw the ball every time. They had 200 yards of offense yesterday. They had 60-something yards running the football. Tampa Bay's defense has been has been inconsistent all year. I mean, they got the, you know, all three of their starting cornerbacks were out. You know, they had to sign Richard Sherman. He's out. So I mean, you, you take a shot or two downfield. You, you throw to Kyle Rudolph, the tight end, one Once, time. One time. And one it was time. A good, and it was a good goal. And by the way, evidently the Giants run 15 plays in practice like these. How about running the 15 plays again there, Jason, okay? 
I mean, and the thing is, I'm so sick of this quarterback. I'm tired of the excuses. Well, the offensive line, and that we don't have enough weapons. It's nonsense, okay? How about Kenny Galladay being all the way down the field? I'm tired of watching this guy telegraph. He's in his third year. Stop telegraphing. He goes back. He looks at his primary guy. Doesn't look off anybody. Can this guy watch films of Tom Brady? Can he watch films of guys that look off? I am so sick of this guy. He's not the guy. Can we put that to rest already? He's not going to take the Giants to the promised land. I am cleaning house next year. I'm getting rid of Gettleman. I'm getting rid of Judge. I'm getting rid of Graham. I'm getting rid of Garrett. And I'm not re-signing Barkley. I'm not re-signing Jones. That's it. You want to go out and get a Russell Wilson, perhaps? I don't know what he could do here, but he's certainly a better answer than Daniel Jones right now. Those two interceptions were just pure ineptitude, okay? And I'm tired. And Will Hernandez, this is not a Gettleman pick. This is a Jerry Reese incompetent pick who's been with the Giants for five years and still three penalties yesterday, two in a row, taking them out suddenly between third Third and, third and five becomes third and 28. Or third yeah. and 10. It's ridiculous. You know, the problem is ridiculous. It, it, it starts at the top with John Mara. Absolutely. When the, a disaster. W- when they got rid of uh, Coughlin, they should have gotten rid of Reese. Absolutely. But they kept oh, Reese. Yep. Then they bring in McAdoo. Oh. Then they bring in Shermer. It's like, you know, it's like recycling chairs, on, deck chairs on the deck of the <laughs> Titanic. I mean, you know, if you want to start over, you start over. You bring someone from outside the Giants family in. Gettleman is 18 and 40. As a general manager, you know, so what are they going to do? They're going to let him retire, give him a gold watch, and then they'll just recycle. And, oh, why don't we give Joe Judge responsibilities? Let's let's give him the reins. They have the fifth and sixth overall pick in next year's draft, I believe. Yeah. For the trade from the They better not let Gettleman make those decisions, okay? You're going to let Please. Judge you're going to let Judge touch those decisions? No, no, absolutely not. I mean, Judge, I can't stand the press conferences. Well, I got to go look at the film and well, you know, we, we and somebody what do you say? Oh, we got to put a team on the field that make that make the fans proud of. Are you kidding me? You scored three, you scored 3 points and the one guy to score a touchdown pass was a tackle eligible and Andrew Thomas, who wasn't that great last night either. He was on the press conference, he said I got to be better. This team is a disaster. It's it's a, it's an absolute it's a debacle. I mean, it's the worst offense I've ever seen in my life. And by the way, the last three weeks, okay, they had 16 points. If you look, the fact that they got a sick pick six last week, right? Okay, they scored 16 points last week. They scored 10 points today, and I really believe they scored three points last night because it was a five yard drive for a touchdown. And the week before against Kansas City, how long did they put up? Four to ten, ten points, something and like the, that. And the only touchdown they scored last night was in turnover, and they were at the Tampa Bay five-yard exactly, line. Exactly, exactly. So, and it wasn't even Brady's fault. Evans bobbles the ball on a screen pass, and Dory Jackson's there to pick it off. whoop de doo What adjustments do they make at halftime? They came out, and you know what? how many points they scored in the second half? Zero. 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 I mean, I'm so sick of it. The Jets have a better future than the Giants do because the Giants had expectations. The Jets had no expectations. The Jets had zero expectations. The only expectation was, can Zach Wilson become a decent quarterback? Can he learn? Can he play? Right now, that's been a problem. Uh, That's been a problem. But you know what? At least, you know, it's just so frustrating. It really is. I mean, Dave Gettleman, fire the guy now. Get rid of him now. I don't want to see him even touching these draft picks at the end of the season. Did he he hit on on Tony? Yes, he hit on Tony. Where the hell was Tony and Galladay last night? Where was Rudolph? You can't tell me between Booker and how about running a screen pass for Barkley in in the red zone? Jason Gary is a complete buffoon. I have no idea what the Giants organization was watching when he stunk in Dallas for 10 years with a better offensive line, with Ezekiel Elliott and all these other players, and he had the nerve to hire this guy as offensive coordinator. I mean, it's an absolute disaster. It's ridiculous. 413 445 
four two three four before I have a heart attack with the Giants game. I mean, it's just it's and there's nothing really else to say. One for nine on third down efficiency. One for nine. How are you going to win a game when you go one for nine on third down? And how about all these short third downs where they can't pick up? And again, I'll say it once again. I am sick and tired of giant receivers going short. Look at the marker. It's that little orange thing on the sideline. You look at it, you run past it, then you make your break. 4.4 yards right. average pass attempt last night for Daniel Jones. It, it, it. Who do you blame? Do you blame the offensive line? Do you blame Jones? Do you blame Garrett? Or is it just a combination of everybody? It is. It's a combination of everybody. And then not running the football? Why can't you run the ball? Why can't you even establish a run? It's, it's, just, it's, it's just, it's so completely just, I don't know the word for it anymore. The whole team is a discombobulated mess. And their head coach is a joke. Oh, he's ridiculous. And, you know, uh, I mean, tar- I'm tired of Sergeant Holka, okay? Tough Joe Judge. Yeah, tough Sergeant Holka. Fraud Joe Judge. You're coming in making guys run laps and, you know, making coaches run laps in preseason. And, you know, the, the guy not giving guys numbers, you know. He's a joke. Yeah, and me, Dave yeah. Gettleman is probably one of the worst drafters that I've ever seen, too. You know, Saquon Barkley, second overall pick, you know, and, and he says at the podium, he goes, I fell in love with Saquon Barkley. My mom fell in love with Saquon Barkley. Well, guess what, Gettleman? You're wrong, and your mom is wrong. Okay? Awful draft pick. And one of the best quarterback classes we've seen in a generation. And he drafts him. Then last year, you had a chance. You'd seen two mediocre years with Daniel Jones. You could have gone out and got Justin Herbert. Didn't. Right, how good is Justin Harper? Boy, that was a crazy game. I was screaming at Staley the other night. I was, you know, I love the Chargers, my second favorite team, and that was crazy watching that game. I mean, that was blue. They did, they did blow that game. They had special teams. The Chargers never have a good kicking game. They had a good punter years ago, but they never have good kickers. You always wonder if the field goal kicker is going to make it through. But what a wild game. But they have players, but Justin Herbert's really good. He's he, really he's good. He really is good, I know. He gets rid of the ball. He can run. He ran for 90 yards the other night, as well as thrown for over 300. I mean, the kid's really, really good. Roethlisberger had a little zip back on his fastball yesterday. Looked yeah, like he lost a little bad. weight. He looked better. After that, dealing sitting in his COVID cave for 10 days. I call there. him Ricky Bobby. He, he looks like Will Farrell. It's Ricky Bobby! Every time he plays, it's Rick, I always call him Ricky Bobby, but I mean... You know, Kyle Rudolph is a pretty good player, a two-time Pro Bowler. Where was he at after that one play last night? I wanted, is, I wanted the pass Garrett to sign him. What is thinking about? What is I mean, what is what is Garrett thinking about? I, I just I don't get it. I just I I I mean, I'm, like I said though, let's let's put it to rest. Daniel Jones is not the answer to this team. I mean, he's not the answer to the, to the Giants' success. I'm sorry. I'm tired of hearing the excuses. Should have oh. known that three years ago when they drafted him sixth overall and they show him up on the jumbotron at Yankee Stadium and he gets booed. Right, and let's talk about the defense for a moment. I mean, can you can you be a little bit aggressive? I mean, the first drive, I don't even think the Giants even touched anybody. I mean, doink, 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 doink. I mean, deferring? You're deferring? You're putting the ball in Brady's hands? You want to keep Brady off the field? So the first thing you go, oh, that's all right, Tom. Take the ball and drive the ball down the field. Patrick Graham, nice. Let's go into this loose zone so that every pass is completed, and they can never stop third down, never can get off the field. Third and three, here comes a 35-yard pass down to Gronkowski because the defensive line, and how many years have we seen this in a row? The Giants don't have a pass rush. The Giants don't have a pass rush. Ten stinking years I've heard this. The Giants don't have a pass rush. I'm sick of hearing it. Just clean house next year. Go get yourself a general manager that understands the modern game of football and hire a coach. Hire a coach that is going to get this team to focus and improve every week. They don't. Imp- that's the problem. They never improve. It's like they take two steps forward and two steps back. Every. It's just. It's a disaster. 
So at 413-445-4234 right here on WTBR Sports Talk, I had a feeling I was going to get some calls today. I was talking to my buddy Robbie Freed uh, down in Lake Success, Long Island, who's been a core to a lot of stations over the years. And Rob and I were just, like, freaking out. There was nothing going on about uh, the, any, anything that was good. Oh, we got a call? Did you say we got a call? Oh, wonderful. All right, so we'll, we'll do this. We'll take our call. All right. Good morning on WTBR Sports Talk. Who am I talking to? Robbie, Sean, what's going on? Hey, there, Ralphie boy, hey, what's Ralph. going on? I'm doing all right. If you have Rob Tree, be, be, be aware that you're not going to be able to say a word, you two. He's going to talk for 20 minutes. Well, no, it's fine because we were talking last night and Rob wants to do a, he wants to put a podcast and send it out to, to Spike down at the fan. I said, fine. I said, but uh, one of us has to shut up first. So I said, I'll shut up and you can speak. And, there and you go. by the way, I put you on the spot when I do things like that. But man, oh man, I thought I talked a lot, but nevertheless, the, the, ty- the Titanic reference, Sean. That was great. Know, I put that in. I put that there right with the Giants ordeal there. You're, you're absolutely right. You know, the other thing is with Joe Judge, what he does in my mind, he, um, he makes something that's relatively simple. I know people don't look at, look at the NFL like it's a simple uh, situation going into a ball game. They make a big ordeal like they're kind of splitting the atom, if you will. You know, But when it comes down to it, it's just tackling and uh, making the right decisions. His play calling, his offensive guru there, his play calling is absolutely too conservative. you got to mix it up from the start. Have these guys on their toes, on their heels, worrying what they're going to throw at them because teams know what the Giants give them each and every week. They never go away from that game plan of just doing, just trying to do just enough to stay in the game. I mean, yeah, he he never he. I mean, the conservative game plan against the Raiders. I mean, running the ball, running the ball. They didn't even try to run the ball last night. They don't even try to establish. The, they're like, oh well, they got a great front seven. Therefore, we're not going to run the ball. How about throwing a screen pass to Barkley? How about doing something like the first fifteen plays? They were actually running some good plays. They really were. They were misdirecting a little bit. They got Tony involved in the open field, and then the second half, it's like. Well, I don't know what we're going to do. We're going to throw five-yard passes to the tight end. And Jones is so bad. I mean, I don't know if you saw the two well, interceptions. You know, Rob, you, so corrected, you corrected me, and rightly so. You're right. They came out of the chute with a little innovation there. That was, you're right. But later on, they fell back into complacency, with which they usually do. You're, right. you're on point with that. How does Gary but, but keep the his thing, job? The, the, thing about him, the thing about him, I'm sorry, the thing about him now looking away from the receiver that tells the tale right now. I, you know, I'm sitting at home watching this stuff. I'm not even on the field, and I see him staring down a guy, and sure enough, he throws right in that direction every time. Yeah, he telegraphs the ball. He's in his third year already. I mean, I don't understand. You're in your third year, and you're still just looking at the prime guy, and Gallant is wide open in the middle yesterday. He could have had a touchdown, and he's throwing the ball to a guy that's so blanketed, and the interceptions were ridiculous. He throws the ball across his body. There's not even one giant there. The second interception, I have no idea what he's doing. It's like this guy has regressed so badly, and he's taken with the sixth pick. I mean, to this day, Rob and I talk about this all the time. We were, like, salivating at the mouth going, oh, my God, the Giants are going to take Josh Allen from Kentucky. Oh, my God, this is who I wanted. And he takes Jones with a six pick. I'm like, you got to be some, kidding me. Some guys are mediocre at best, and you have to. No, he's a little better than mediocre. I wouldn't call him run of the mill, but I wouldn't call him great. And you mentioned the promised land. You know, you got to have a special character back there. You know, very few quarterbacks have gone to the promised land on mediocre talent. If you look at the Super Bowl winners through the years, they have enormous talent. I mean, almost each and every one of them. There's, 
There are some that there are some, you know, and Trent Dilfer's rule, not but yeah. not many. Yeah, Trent Dilfer wasn't great, and there's there's been there's right. been other guys that haven't been great quarterbacks, but they had great defenses. But the thing is that if you if you protect properly and you are able to execute properly, you can make plays. But I mean, when I have to see you know guys that don't run to the marker, when I have to see receivers constantly coming up short on third down. It drives me crazy. When I have to see tight ends catching five-yard passes, it's, I mean, it's last night, Evan Ingram, two catches for 12 yards. Uh, you know, and then they, and they go out and they get a, a competent tight end, a guy who's been a, a pro bowler a couple of times, and Kyle Rudolph, one catch last night. So you threw to your tight ends three times. You tell me any other team in the National Football League that throws to their tight ends three times. It's ridiculous. I, I wish I could get as worked up about this this thing at 61 years old as you do. Well, I'm just but doing it because it's entertaining. I'm just doing it because it's know, entertaining. Sean, Sean do, you ever, do you ever wonder what you're going to be at, at Robbie's age, whether you're still going to go uh, ape, ape sheet at, at all these uh, different sports things? Because, man, and you get to a certain point where you get frustrated beyond compare. But let me ask Sean something. Yeah. Uh, hey, Sean, the Noah, the Noah Syndergaard thing. Yep. Um, the way he kind of turned his back on the New York fans. Like, let me tell you something. These fans around here, they were loyal to this guy who had two Tommy John surgeries. He, he never fulfilled his great potential. This guy was supposed to be, you know, the right-handed Sandy Koufax. I mean, this guy was supposed to be top-notch. Then he hightails it to get to uh, California for a couple of more million dollars. What, what do you say about that, Sean? And he says that was the hardest decision he ever had to make leaving the Mets. Yeah, it's, I, all, it's all baloney. It, I, it really it's is. All, you got you know, you got to look at what he. You know, he got a, a, a pittance more to go to California. He didn't get double. He didn't get an enormous amount of money, but he took off. Turned his back on a fan base that was loyal to him. Yeah. It's, who, who can you compare it to in Red Sox land that ever did that? That that broke your heart. Anybody? Uh, in terms of uh, injuries, no. But I, I think of uh, whenever the, I think the first player that ever left that broke my heart was when Johnny Damon went to the Yankees. That was a tough one. The Red Sox made him a four-year offer, and the Yankees offered him, I think, another another year. He didn't even counter, didn't even give the Red Sox a chance to counter. And that just, that, that, it broke my heart, and it made me mad at the same time. That was... I've always liked the Red Sox, maybe my secondary team. You know, I was always a Mets guy, but I liked the, I always enjoyed the Red Sox. But let me ask you a question. When Bobby, I always wondered about this, Bobby Valentine, I actually had him on my show a couple of times. He's kind of arrogant, but a nice guy, nevertheless. Bob's really when nice he guy. went to Boston, what did he do wrong? What was his biggest mistake there? Uh, I, they didn't have the talent that season. And, you know, the biggest prop, the biggest thing he did is he turned Daniel Bard into a starter. When Daniel Bard was arguably one of the best relievers in the league. Uh, he had Andrew Miller starting. That was a mistake. Uh, David Ortiz got hurt about a month before the All-Star break. You know, they were kind of lingering around a couple games over 500, And then came the big trade, you know, the Carl Crawford, Josh Beckett trade to L.A., and Adrian Gonzalez, you know, so that that, that doomed him there because they just they, they had nothing after that. Did he, do you think he got a rough shake? Do you think he got um, ousted too early or what happened there? Do you think it was rightfully done? Well, the, you know, I guess in spring training, uh, he blasted Kevin Euclid for making an error in a game, and Pedroia went to the media after that game and said, that's not how we do things around here. So I don't think he was ever embraced or liked in that clubhouse. Uh, he would be on with Glenn Ordway on WEI every week, and uh, 
you know, he said to him one day, he goes, you know, I want to punch you right in the mouth. So, <laughs> I, you know, I just he, he just never clicked in Boston. But my favorite Bobby Valentine memory is when he got kicked out of a game in New York and he came back in the dugout in disguise. Does he sound like a little bit like Homer Simpson? You know, we got to do something. I went to I went to school with his first cousin. I, so think, I know Bobby. Yeah, Bobby's I think a good he's guy. the athletic you know, director you know, at Sacred Heart. Now. With a guy named, I used to do a show with a guy named Felix Day Jesus on ESPN. We had this little experiment where the show was half Spanish and half English. It kind of fell flat after a year, but we we lasted a year. ESPN uh, on on the other dial, the other side, and we had Bobby Valentine. I made the mistake of asking him if um if he was. If he ever even stood a chance in the 2000 World Series against the Yankees, he gave me he gave me hell. He 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 came back at me viciously. Wow! Because you know they were outclassed that year. Yeah. But then I started talking to him a little bit further. He's a nice guy, but man, he's thin-skinned. I would I would wonder how he would fly in a place like Boston. Yeah. I guess not too well, you know. I guess Robbie wants to give us a call, so he's going to probably talk Giants tonight today, but. Uh... But, okay, uh, anyway, I'll let you, you yeah. get on to other calls, but tonight, hey, tonight, join me. I got a lot to say at 8 o'clock on WPA. Okay, try last night. You weren't on, so I'll try tonight. Absolutely, man. So. Yeah, yeah, no join, no, join me tonight because tonight, true Thursday, I'm on 8 o'clock, then Friday at 4, but I always appreciate being on with you guys. Oh, my Thank God, you. we appreciate you. We calling, love you brother. calling, Ralph. Thank All right, you. Brother, thanks, All right, thanks, man. Talk to you soon. All right, take yeah. it easy. You got it. All right, that's Ralphie checking in. All right, 413-445-4234 to get a hold of us at WTBR Sports Talk. I know my buddy Rob has been on hold waiting. There he is. So, all right. Good morning. You're on WTBR Sports Talk. Is that Rob? Hey, Robbie. Hey, there Robbie he is. Robbie from Lake Success, first-time caller. <laughs> Short, short-term listener. Short-term I, listener. I <laughs> Ralph was just on. I said, Rob is probably sitting there waiting for pressing the button. So I told him, I said, I had to have Rob on this morning, oh, man. Oh, my, my God. God. Rob, take that. You might as well take him on the show already. The guy will talk and talk and talk. He has his own show. Let him talk on his own <laughs> show for five hours, whatever he does over Oh, no, he has a great show, there. actually. Good for, yeah. good for him, though. Listen, no, he, man, he, he's he, very talented. He has, he has a di- different type of input, and, 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 and it's, it's, all, it's all good. Super talented, um, yeah. Robbie, all kidding aside, and Sean, I've never heard you, but I, uh, other than that, listening, he's amazing uh, on the internet because down here on Long Island, we don't, we don't, we can't get anywhere near, near your station. But uh, I, you seem to be a good listen, and uh, Robbie knows me from way, way back. Uh, big time Giant fan here, and believe it or not, a Red Sox fan. And people always ask me, how did I become a Red Sox fan? Well, because I've run the Boston Marathon like fan. fifteen times, so uh, going back to nineteen eighty-three. So because I love the city. Uh, of Boston, it's actually the only team I like though in in in, uh, in the Boston area. Well, at least you're not uh, a Yankee fan. I, That's I just good. like Fenway, and I, and I just gravitate to that to that team. And I'm a Yankee hater, and I know Robbie doesn't want to hear that. But um, <laughs> actually, I'm becoming a Yankee uh, hater too. I can't stand Cashman. He gets rid of Tyler Wade yesterday. Let's get rid of the uh, only yeah, guy with by speed. By the way, Robbie, I totally agree with you. Let's that, get rid of the only that, guy with speed on the team, okay? It, that was horrible, horrible. The, the guy, he, he he's a base dealer. He's fast. He's young. He, he produces runs, and they just basically – and you know what? They're going to keep Gardner. No, they, no, they'll keep no. Gardner. If they keep Gardner, well, I'm going to jump off my him, roof. That's, that's, uh, listen, he's 100 years old, but yet he's pesky. You know what? Come on, stop. He hits 220 and has a 680 OPS. I hate OPS, but the guy hits 220. I can't stand anymore. God uh, forbid know, he should ever lay down I, a bunk. God forbid he should ever take the ball the left side. Every time he comes up, 
He works the count. Oh. He owns up there for like 10 to 15 pitches. Forget he it. does get a lot of walks. No, but he also he's strikes terrible. Out a lot. And he kills he, the Red Sox. He's gone. I would have kept Wade. I think getting rid of Wade was a, was a terrible. Well, they have to protect all these young guys that they don't use every and, year. And he's got a future, you know, going, going forward. And, you know, Robbie, all kidding aside, your Yankees, every year. Let me ask you a question before we get to the Giants. Okay. And this is, I guess for Sean as well. Yeah. Um, and, here's your, and I'll give you my thought as well, initially. Is it better to be a team that makes the playoffs every year but comes up short or wins a Super Bowl or World Series every 10 years? let's say, is going back on the Giants, okay? I mean, would you rather be the team that's always in the hunt, always in the playoffs, yes. just can't, can't win it? Or do you want to be the team that, you know, wins it once in a blue moon and you don't hear from them for years? I'd rather be a team that plays consistently every year because you at least give every shit a shot. But, but yeah, but control. come on. I mean, the Yan- look, you every look at every year, uh, Robbie. They're in the playoffs. I know, but you, every, but you look and at if they would have beat, if they would have won, beat the won the wild card game, I think they would have gone to the World Series. I really do. I don't because they have no I, pitching I depth at all. They have more question marks on their on their team than Frank Gorshin had on his Riddler costume, Rob. I mean, it's, <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know, Robbie. All kidding aside, yeah. the Yankees. Every time I watch them. They're always there, man. They're slow. And they're great theater. You know, I, and I, I must watch about 100 Yankee games a year. As much as I hate them. They're I, I, so unathletic, And I Rob. can't even watch the Mets. I, 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 to me, I'll watch 30 Mets games a year at most. That's torture. But the Yankees, they just must watch TV, you know, even though, even though they're inconsistent when it comes they're to so time They're so boring, to, though. You know, the Yankees are I, so listen, boring. Year, Strike out or home run. Strike out or home run. The, I mean, it's, uh, it's the streaks that they had. I mean, winning thirteen in a row, and then that was a fluke. Lose a fluke. Bunch in a row, but fluke. They, they were really close. As much as you don't think they were. Now let's get to the Giants. Okay. Okay. Oh, the, the disaster <laughs> that it is. Oh my God. Um, Rob, I'm telling uh, you, I can't it, take it, it anymore. My thought is, you know, I can't and, take and, it. And, 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 and this to me, you know, and Sean. By the way, I'm sixty plus years old. My first game was in 1968. As an eight-year-old, at the old Yankee Stadium. Wow! Okay, I went with there. With the facade, and uh, by the way, that was the first time I actually got to see the Giants wearing blue uniforms. Because back in the day, Robbie, as you know, black and white TV. They didn't show those games on TV. So right. you know, when you they were always they were in their white color for the road. You only saw seven games a year. Right. And uh, you never got to see them. You never got to see them. We were the at the uniform. same game, Rob. We were at the we were at the sixty-two to ten game. We were at the same game in seventy-two that year. Sixty-two to ten. Spider Lockhart. What was it? Ron Jarowski was playing for them. No, no, then? Roman. Ga- no, Roman Gabriel was playing. Sneed was playing. Spider Lockhart, right. like Roman two or three Ga- interceptions. Roman yeah. Right. yeah. Oh my God, that to me, that was that year. The Giants were good. They won eight games that year. Uh, right, they were eight and six. Washington. Uh, well, Larry, remember Larry Brown? With, with yes, the of course. He, he beat him, and I was at, sitting in that great running we back had seats back then in the um, in the old. Um, Bleachers. They were like those seats. You sat like with the on a poles. Bench. Remember the poles? The poles. Yeah, but that was more like. But that was not on the in the in the end zone. That was. Uh, no, I'm talking. I'm talking about the poles. I'm talking bleachers. about the poles. That, they the, would have poles. If you sat behind a pole, you couldn't even see. Right, you well, couldn't Fenway see. That's what it was. It was the poles. Fenway. You got him in Fenway. You know, you still could sit behind a pole. Fenway. I love Fenway. Fenway Park is like Robbie. Look at we're not even talking giants. <laughs> Fenway Park is to me. Have you been to Fenway, Robbie? Been I, to but Fenway, yeah, I right? went to Emerson College. I walked down to. I used to go down to Fenway all the time. I go, you get seven, six, seven, seven uh, like dollars for a bleacher seat, path. of course. It Absolutely. Is, it is, the place is so. Walking so through the Fenway, store. getting booted, casket flagging for walking in with my Yankee accoutrements, of course. There's just something about the smells 
the grass, you know, the lights. On, I must tell you, now, being that I run the Boston the Marathon, so <laughs> and, and I've watched, we, before I went to Fenway back in the early 80s, um, for my first time, I would see the Sitco sign up there. Right, and I'd say to myself, man, that must be like right in front of the stadium. I didn't realize it's like a half a mile away. You know, until you get there, yeah. it's like on the overpass over right. there. It's right near Casco you know, Flag. You know, people don't realize when you see it on television, you think it's literally right behind the stadium. It, it, it's, it's a pretty good distance, oh, you know, uh, from the area. But um, I agree with you, Sean. There's something about the smell. You walk in. And they really fixed up, uh, you know, Yorkie way over there, and they did a lot of interior work with the, you know, inside the building because um, it, it kind of modernized a little bit with all the stuff you can you can do and walk around and the games they have and you know the shops around the area. But okay, let's get to the Giants, Robbie. Oh, what, uh, Daniel Jones, what's the story? I can't take it anymore, Daniel Jones. I, I I've had, I've had it, Rob. They, I've had it. It's time to get rid of him. I have had I, you it. You know, I would rather have Mac Jones, your quarterback, over there. I would have rather have Big Mac. Absolutely. I mean, Mac Jones, he's the real deal. He's out of Alabama. And I remember watching him. I do watch the college football. I love them. And I think he's, he's, the, best college, he's the best guy out of his draft. Yeah. They, they just I said he would be. Last year's draft. I, I said he would be. I think be. he's going to destroy, um, you know, compared with the Jets, with Zach. This bad take by the Jets. I think he's, he's going to be a bust. I know it's so early, but he just doesn't look like he can play in the NFL. What, what we're looking at, where, where Mac Jones... Right off the bat, from his program, and I understand he's got Belichick, he's got a he's got a better team, an offensive line, and a defense that's playing great. But uh, right now, I, I'm picking the Patriots to go to the Super Bowl. I, I really think it's very possible. I when mean, you look, yeah, that, I was going to say when you look at Mac, the thing though is that when you look at the coaching staff of the Patriots, look, they've put Mac in a position to win because they haven't asked him to do a lot. They're running the football. The first few games, okay, that that Wilson played. He was trying to throw down the field all the time. He got himself in trouble. Plus, the line on the Patriots is always good. The much line better, on the Jets is well, terribly inconsistent. Coach, they're, they're, they're a much, but, but this kid, he seems to be like ready. He was ready to go. I mean, He's a 4.0 grade point average. He's a bright guy. He's a super bright guy. And, and, Alabama, and you know me, I'm an Alabama they get, they get fan. They a bad so. rap for not having good quarterbacks. Ah, I think Richard Tal- even. I think... <laughs> I Everybody, think Namath was pretty good, right? Well, Namath was great, but I'm saying, I, I, obviously, I understand yeah, that. But, I'm just being you know, facetious. I mean, he was, but... I, honestly, was, I think he was a little overrated. I, you know, I think he, he had a lot of bad years, and, uh, and I'll do a lot of interceptions, too. But bad teams. Todd was underrated. He I does mean, some great Richard Medicare commercials. Was, was, was above average <laughs> on, on some pretty good free. teams back in the early 80s. You know? Anyway, getting back to Daniel Jones, which is really what we're talking yeah, about. Robbie, yeah. I think... I think and I want to hear your thoughts. I don't, Sean, I don't know how much, how much you follow the Giants. Cause I want to include you in this as well. Um, I think they got to trash the whole. They got to. They got to start over. Clean they house. That's what I'm saying. Go. Clean I house. I would get rid of Judge. I, I can't stand the guy. I think he's just an arrogant, loudmouth who, 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 who just really. He, he, he kind of reminds of Gettleman in a way. He's, he's not a even, you know, he's and, not and even a loud mouth. I wish he was a loud mouth. I wish he was a loud mouth. I wish we'd come on the press conference and say we stunk. I wish he would say we stunk. He comes very arrogant. And, and you know what? I understand that's, that's the image. Of what we're I don't even know if he's arrogant. I wish he was more arrogant. I don't even know he's arrogant. He's just so monotone. It's the same thing every week. Oh, we got to look at tape. We got to look at film. We got to look at this. Oh my God! He never takes. He the never blame. gets angry. You know, How about getting pissed off about being horrible on the field? How about being angry? How about some emotion? How about saying my team stunk and we have to be well, better? And my offensive coordinator is useless. But he talks. I, to it's me, like watching Aaron he comes Boone. Across like like a rough kind of a high school coach. Yeah. Who you know, and and he's a professional athlete. So I am. He's 
it, it, listen, it's only a season and a half, but the guy's only won six games. Or nine games, excuse me. Nine, nine and games. 17, six, that's six pathetic. Three so far this year. I mean, we got rid of guys, you, you know, well, Hanley, we got rid of after a year, after the Super Bowl. I mean, this guy, to me, the problem is going to be when you fire Gettleman, what, what do you do with him? I would can everybody. I would, oh, I yeah, I just said to Sean, I'm cleaning house. I just said to Sean, I'm cleaning house. That's it. I'm getting rid of Gettleman. I'm getting rid of Judge. I'm getting rid of Patrick Graham. And Jason Garrett should be gone today. Well, how I, is I this know, guy, I Rob, Rob, how is this Garrett. guy keeping his job? Rob. Personally, I think. He stinks, if Rob. You look at the defense, stinks. Before I, got, before I got on the air with you, I had to check the stats. I went on the internet, and I saw that um, the Giants are ranked like. 26th in defense and 23rd in offense. I got to say the defense is worse than the offense. Rob, and you know as much well, as you hate Garrett, and I know you, 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 you're not you're not up on you know you're not a fan of Graham either. I don't know. Look, yeah, how'd you like Graham's he's... defense last night when the first play is a 12-yard gain for for uh, Brady? Did you like that first drive? Deferring? What are you doing? Deferring? Well, what are you, know, you doing, I agree, Joe? I agree with you, Joe. There. What are you I doing, agree. Joe? Yeah, that's an old style. And you know, Joe? Short, that's short. I don't know how old you are, Joe. Back in the day, it was always be one. He's 22. Yeah, he's 37. They, they used to do a coin flip before the um, <laughs> before TV even started. They do it like at twelve thirty. You know, they, they, you wouldn't even see it on television. They, they did the coin flip, and you knew what what you know who was getting the ball. It was always that the home. You know, if you won the toss, you took the ball because that meant you were going to get the ball most likely more often than than you know. Uh, then the opponent getting the ball. And you give it to Brady. They with the possession. All of a sudden, they got into this thing 10 years ago to defer. Okay, yeah. because you figured if you get in the second half, you go three and out, now you got, you, you're kind of like you're going to have it in the second half. It doesn't work that way. And, Robbie, you were 100% right. When you're giving Brady the ball and watch that on the field. Now you got to be kidding me. Nothing, they're already behind the eight ball. Right. That's just so stupid. Hey, Rob, I'll keep you on for a second. i got to take a break and get some messages in, but if you want to stick you around. Got it, buddy. All right, hang on a second. We'll be back right after this. Message. I encourage you to listen to so much music. You play that music in the middle of the night. Rock and roll. Gotta hate rock and roll. Catchy, right? Let's get this party something. Sell your mattress and go get the money and then take that money and spend it on music. WTBR. Hi, this is Sean Sayre, Executive Director of PCTV. When Taconic High School was demolished, we could have lost this radio station. Instead, PCTV stepped in, built a new studio and transmitter, and gave the station new life. And now it's time to pay that back. Support this station today. Go to WTBRFM.com and click the donate button. You won't be sorry. Pittsfield Community Radio thanks you for your support. Hello, Phil Tierney here, the host of Berkshire Jazz, where I play all the young tigers and old lions of jazz every Saturday evening from 8 to 10 on WTBR 89.7, Pittsfield Community Radio. Join me Saturday at 8. And if you know someone who likes and enjoys this great American classical music, tell them about us. Spread the word. Jazz is alive and well on WTBR 89.7. Thanks for listening. like hard rock and heavy metal music? Oh, yeah! Well, then join me here Friday nights from 8 to 10 for Wounded Radio. Every Friday night, I play two hours of the best music on the planet, from ACDC to ZZ Top and everything in between. This is going to be cool. 
Want to hear a song on Wounded Radio? Request it on the Wounded Radio Facebook page. And join me here Friday nights at 8 for Wounded Radio. Yeah! 89.7 WTRFM Pittsfield. Vessels send shockwaves around the world. Okay, alrighty, let's play some tunes. Welcome back to WTBR Sports Talk right here in Pittsfield, Massachusetts. And we're talking to my buddy there, Dr. Robert there in Lake Success. Rob, you still there? I'm with you, buddy. Listen, yeah. one last comment, and then I want to br- talk, talk, talk about something we both love, yeah. hockey. And the Rangers. The Rangers, if you let me in a Absolutely. moment. As far as, as, far as with, with, the, um, with the Giants, Robbie, I, you know, we've seen so many good years, you know, the younger people don't understand that the Giants were so bad in the 60s and, and 70s, and, and, you know, I didn't see the Giants make the playoffs until I was in my 20s, okay? I mean, from, like you were talking, 72, that was that year in 70 were the only two winning seasons that they had in my yep. childhood, until yep. I became an adult, and I started to, you know, when they, when, after they were flying the, uh, the plane overhead and George Young came in, you know, that, that pretty much changed everything. The Pizarchik game really was the best thing that ever happened to the Giants because they hit rock bottom and then George Young came in and they you know they they, they changed the whole the whole regime and eventually Parcells came in you know uh to to turn everything around um but you know let me let me we, this to me is the worst the Giants have ever been in my lifetime because I don't see a way to fix this right now uh, I mean back in the, at least when they brought George Young in and they had some decent defense Defensive play back in the seventies. They just were just terrible offensively. We but go ahead. now I don't see any way to fix this. I mean, give me I your do. thoughts on this. I guys. do. Well, how can we fix this? Well, last night you and I discussed Russell Wilson, and you said, and we both agreed, maybe that he wasn't the right answer. But you know what? He's better than Daniel Jones. Rob, they need a quarterback. He doesn't Aaron make Rogers, plays. What's your thought? I know he's old, but two years till we could draft someone. I don't know if he's going to come to the Giants. Why wouldn't he stay with Green Bay? Why? Because the end of this contract well, he, and so he forth? he's having problems over there, and he wants to get out. I think if, if, if Mara can throw some money at him and say, you know what, I know it's the end of your career, but the guy's still got the tools. If he comes in and, and, and we get a quarterback that can, that can play, I mean, he's the only guy out there that for two years I would, I would spend the money but then you got to find that QB for the future. You know, you can't. You just well, that's you know, here. that's and, and, you know, if they can bring in a guy that's going to help them win now, that's fine. But you know, again, this line doesn't protect well. Let's be honest, this I line know. is terrible. I, I mean, they stink. The I mean, they stink. And I'm not a fan of Wilson. I think he's too little. He he, he he's going to get hurt back there. He's he's going to be an upgrade to Jones, but but he's also not as not as built as Jones. Jones seems to be a tougher guy as far as he'll be able to take the hits. This, this, you know, Russell Rob, Wilson... He, he's telegraphing you know, in his third year. But he's, I mean, a, he's a good quarterback. What about Derek Carr? I don't think he's the answer. Oh, he's Rob. terrible. I hate Derek Carr. He's awful. He's awful. Uh, Look at J- that. Jimmy you know, Garoppolo? Jones, no. Jones, last night was a microcosm of the Giants. You saw basically all their holes against a good team. They have a terrible... Terrible defense. They they have no no pass rush. They have they play this soft zone all the time. Yeah, that's what drove me crazy. Look at the first drive. I mean, they went ding ding dunk dunk I mean, bang in the end minutes, zone. Six seven minutes. Let's defer. Every drive the Giants 
So the, you know what the Giants do? They give up. They give up these six-minute drives. They give up a touchdown, and they're down seven nothing. But they burn the clock for seven minutes. So you think at, at the end of the first quarter they're down seven nothing, or whatever it was. You think they're playing well? They were playing. They had the ball one time in the first quarter. Right. Can you tell me how? Can you tell me how the Washington football team moved nineteen plays last year? Last year, last week, nineteen plays down the field to score the winning touchdown last week. So they got week. a better quarterback. No, exactly. Right off the bat. Not, but how about I mean, nine? That, that, but how about nineteen plays though? How about a nineteen play drive? I mean, hey, obviously the, it, the Giants. They, they he, were dinking and dunking. Can't sustain. He can't sustain. And Barkley to me was oh, the he biggest. Stinks. He of stinks. All. I mean, he he's damaged goods with it. How'd you like when he ran out of bounds? How'd you like when he ran out of bounds instead of running up the field for the two yards to get the first down? He runs he, out of bounds. Give me a break with this guy. Give me a break. He seems like four weeks again. out. This guy's gonna get hurt again by the end of the year. I would I would I've not give it. him a nickel. I would I would you know I would not franchise him if he wants to walk. Get rid of this guy. What do you want to say I, about the Rangers? I, I, and I'm you know <laughs> I'm not one of these guys that like want to see guys usually leave, but he was such a waste. You know now let's get to the Rangers. For yeah, a absolutely. Hockey, and you know something that nobody talks hockey, Rob. Of course not. On the only the only but wait, they do they, they do they do cookie cutter cookie cutter hosts. <laughs> they always. Have these same Syracuse cutter, same delivery. There is one guy that sucks hockey, though. You You don't, you don't have the. Well, actually, I guess you kind of do have the background of doing school radio. But I'm saying is, I think that what I'm listening to now on sport, and that's a whole other show. What I listen to now on on the radio, uh, sports radio, they all have the same. The same delivery. Right, absolutely. I mean, they just, they, they all learn the same cookie cutter. Cookie cutter. <laughs> this, that's you how sound they like learn. dog. They you sound like the dog. Way, you sound like mad and dog. And they sound the same. <laughs> anyway, I thought the range is yeah. I, I Have you ever seen a game where they were able to score with .4 seconds? And the way they got that puck, I mean, you know, um, Buffalo was trying to freeze the game. Of they course. Wanted, they wanted to keep behind the net and basically run the clock out to get the point. And, and what was it, Kreider that threw it in front? Yeah, you, Kreider worked the puck, and then and then he got the puck to Zibanejad yeah, right to Fox, and then Ryan Lindgren's wide Robbie, open. He's, I, put, I couldn't believe it. I was like, oh, my God, I'm going to win. You know? To me, that was the greatest regular season finish I have ever seen in my life. Me and too. I've been, I've been to and all the sporting events I've been to because I have season tickets to the Rangers all those oh, years. Oh, yeah. I would say I've been to literally. I'm not, you know, I'm not can't, can't exaggerate. Probably three, four hundred hockey games in my life. Oh, okay? yeah, a ton Easily, too. Okay, yep. and I must tell you that to me, I've never seen a game that has ended that way. And of course, it's regular season; it's not a playoff game. Right. But I mean, that's one game I would love to have been in the Garden because did you see how that place exploded? Oh yeah, I mean, it was oh crazy. I thought God. they were going overtime. I was really upset actually with the the goaltending. I mean, I'm I'm not a big fan of Georgiev. I mean, he's just terrible. I mean, they need to either bring Keith Kincaid up or look for a veteran uh, a goalie. Uh, the other thing is too is that the team is a basically a zero a plus minus zero this year, a goal differential. So they need to add to me another right wing and put uh, put Kreider back on the left side. But and the thing I is, Lafreniere on, yeah, on yeah. the left side. Robbie, give him some time. I will tell you this right now. It's very we're getting uh, already we're already almost at the quarter. They're eleven four and three. I'm happy. They're eleven four and three. I'm happy. Yeah, Believe me, I am. Believe team, me. Man. Okay. This team is a playoff. Team. I'm happy the Islanders are in last place. But, but they, <laughs> let me tell you the one thing. They they really really have improved dramatically. Yep. Um, they, 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 you know, I think this team. 
look, anything can happen, Hodge. You know how it yep. is. It's, it, it, you, of course. You get in to the playoffs. I'm trying to get Sean to watch win. some games. But in, you can win. I, that's, that's my yeah. thing. Anyway, I got to I got to run, win. but I got to run with Rob. Thanks, man. I'll, I'll speak to you later. You We're going to talk some hoops. We'll talk soon. And, Absolutely. And keep up the great work. And, Thanks, uh, man. Uh, we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk. We'll talk again next time. All right, Absolutely, buddy. You got it, man. Thanks for calling. All right, Rob. Say the best. Okay. All right, bye. It's my buddy Rob from Lake Success there calling right here. On WTBR Sports Talk, we got a 15 minutes later. I'm going to let you talk about NBA right now because the Celtics and the Knicks, it's, it's ridiculous. The Celtics posted on Facebook this morning, we're above 500 for the first time this year with a bunch of exclamation points. I'm like, oh, good for you. Oh, great. Yeah, they, they, they beat a 1-16 Houston Rockets team last night. Jason Tatum goes one for nine from three-point range. It's uh, Rob. I got to tell you, I might I might have watched twenty minutes of NBA basketball all season. It's it's just it's 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 just hard to watch. It is. It's 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 just go up the go up the court, shoot a three. Go up the other court, shoot a three. There's no centers. There's no posting. There's no inside shots. There's no in the paint. It's just all three-point shooting, and it's just not enjoyable to watch. I mean, the the Bulls played the Knicks the other night. The Bulls. I think got 37 points in the fourth quarter, and the Knicks are supposed to be a good defensive team. They've been terribly defensively this year. They're nine and eight. I mean, I heard one of the uh, hosts on the fan the other night talking about, you know, or maybe ESPN Radio, why the Knicks are having problems, you know, with their offense and why they lost this game and why they lost a couple of games. Maybe because you went nine for 48 from three and you scored eight points from the foul line. What are you doing? Well, you know your buddy Get inside. You know how your buddy just said, "Would you rather be in it perennially?" Or win it once in a while and be at least, you know, would you have rather woken up as a Houston, a 1 in 16 Houston Rockets fan this morning or a mediocre New York Knicks team fan? You know, I mean, imagine being a fan of the Rockets. Oh, God. Between Walker, between Walker and Fournier, he's been a bust. Six for 28. Six for 28. How are you supposed to win? I mean, I mean, Randall scores 34, and uh, R.J. Barrett is just, he's not the answer either. I mean, he's just not. One night he has 35, and then he gets six points. Third overall pick. What a bricklayer. Two for 12 the other night. I mean, can you do me a favor, RJ? Can you take the ball to the damn hoop and draw contact? I mean, I'm so sick of the threes. Not only the threes, but short shots that he can't even make. He's just, he's not a good player. He's, he's inconsistent. One thing he does well, I will say he rebounds well. The rebounding was pretty good the other night. But, I mean, between DeRozan and Ball and, Le- and Levine, I don't care if his name's Levine. I mean, he's not Levine. He's not Avril Levine. <laughs> yeah. He pronounces it Levine, but it should be Levine. Levine. Know? Yeah, it really should be. But, I mean, right now you got uh, the Nets and the Bulls, you know, in first place at 12-5. and five. The Bulls were a really good young team. I mean, they got a, a good team this season. And the Nets, obviously, are the Nets. Durant is, uh, you know, I think he became, what, 26 or 27th all-time in scoring last night. What's Kyrie's situation right now? I don't, he's, I don't even hear from him. It's like he's not even playing. I don't know what the guy's going to do. I think he's a complete idiot. I think he ought to come back to the team and play. And if he has to get tested every day, just get the shot, man. Get the, get the damn vaccine already. For crying out loud, be a team guy. You know, you're screwing the fans. That's who you're screwing, I mean, for crying out loud. You know, as well as your teammates. I mean, I don't understand the guy at all. There's a guy that thinks the earth is flat, so that tells you all you need to well, know about please, the guy right the there. Earth is flat. Good. Let him, you know, I mean, give me a break. Let him, here, Kyrie, it's called the globe here. Did you ever see one in, in grade school? <laughs> it's a globe. But, I mean, I am just so sick and tired of the Knicks. Four, I mean, Orlando's 4-13. and 13. They lost twice to Orlando at home. I, it's, it drives me crazy with the three-point shots, and it's just so frustrating to watch. So, But I wanted to compliment a couple of things. First of all, the Syndergaard signing is ridiculous. I'm sorry. All the money for that guy. 
21 the mil. The signing is ridiculous. The 39-year-old guy coming off of, what, Tommy John surgery, and you give him $50 million for two years. And what are the Yankees doing? What I mean, can you explain to me? It's almost December, Brian Cashman. What have you got up your sleeve? Tell me. You need a center fielder. You don't have one unless you want to start Esteban Foyo, which I'd like to see. Again, Anthony Volpe, they're saying, is not ready. So what's their answer at shortstop? What's your answer at first base? Are you going to trade from the guy from Oakland? Or are you going to sign Freddie Freeman? Or are you going to sign Rizzo? Or are you going to put LeMayu at first? I mean, are you going to get rid of Gary Sanchez? Who's your catcher next year? I mean, all these questions are like, what's going on here? How about three three fifths of starting rotation? Other yeah, than right. Cole and Severino, who do you have? Right, and Se- you know, I don't want to hear about Severino though because you never know he's going to get hurt. I mean, they're so question mark every year. Oh wow, we have Jamison Tyon coming back with his eight and six records and his four point four zero ERA. Please, I mean. It's just re- every year it's the same thing with Cashman. And they go, well, you know, Cashman puts a winning team on the field. What has this guy ever built from within? Who has he developed at the minor league level besides Aaron Judge? Who has he developed as a pitcher besides Severino, who's never healthy? Honestly, the best pitcher besides Cole is Nestor Cortez. He was the best guy last year. And he was he acquired him fun, from the Mariners. And he's fun to watch, too. He is know? fun to watch. I hate that mustache. That drives me out of my mind. But... I know. The mustache is bad. <laughs> That's all right. It's part of his. You got this new guy, Heel, G I L. Yeah, he's pretty name. good. Yeah, they developed good. him. He looked pretty good this year. Yeah, yeah. Walks a lot of guys, though. Has problems with walking guys. But other than that, yeah, it's got some good stuff. But again, why can't they go out and sign a guy like Robbie Ray? Why can't they go out and sign a guy like Scherzer? I don't care if you have to give Scherzer. You want to give Scherzer big time money for two years? I don't know if you want to do that. I mean, I, you know, it's just a matter of like. The fact is they stink up the middle. They have no shortstop. They have no center fielder. And Gary Sanchez is terrible. I'm sorry. I don't want to see Gary Sanchez behind the plate. Worst defensive catcher in baseball. Gary Get Sanchez me a catcher who calls a good game. Get me a catcher who has his head in the game. Vasquez for the Red Sox. One of the best defensive catchers in the game. Is he a free agent? No. Nope. He picked up his seven well, and a quarter mil option. Right, because we like, we like Vasquez. So how about some of the games yesterday in the NFL? I was looking around. The Bills. What happened? Jeez. Oh, my God. Patriots are now in first place. Sheepers. The number one rushing defense in the NFL. I mean, Jonathan Taylor, a game for the ages. I mean, I remember Gail Sarah scoring five touchdowns as a little boy. 32 rushes, 185 yards, 5.8 yards a carry, and five TDs. Allen, terrible. 21 of 35, two picks, two, uh, two TDs. Josh yep. Allen picking off Josh Allen. Yeah. Josh <laughs> Allen sacking Josh Allen. Yep. <laughs> Could have been a New York Giant, but Gettleman ruined that one, too. The Dallas Cowboys getting pounced in Kansas City, although Kansas City didn't score a lot of points. What a great game plan by Spags, though. I think they're. I, mean, fr- I think the Cowboys are frauds. They got smoked by Denver a couple weeks yep, ago. Yep, You know? And uh, how about Ryan Tannehill throwing four picks? Oh, my God. I had that game with the Titans winning outright. Holy moly. I mean... <laughs> Did you see some of the throws? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Looked like he was a high school quarterback. What is he doing? Looked like Adam Gase took over the head coaching responsibilities <laughs> in that game. Jeez. Then, oh, my God. And then a great, I mean, I watched the, the Charger game the other night. I mean, it was craziness. But, I mean, you know, I, I love this kid. I, you know, he's just, he's really good. He really is good. I mean, 30 of 41, 382, three TDs. Roethlisberger was 28 of 44, also three TDs, 273 passing. But, that game went back and forth. The Chargers find more ways to lose, but they actually found a way to win after Pittsburgh goes up by three and they score like 24 points in the third quarter. Herbert throws a beautiful pass, and, and, they, and they score immediately. And it's just like, wow. And it was just, 
you know, they finally won a game instead of losing a game. But there were so many crazy games yesterday in the NFL. It's like week to week, you don't know who's going to win. I mean, there's there's no way to predict these games at all. They're not predictable whatsoever. Colt it's, McCoy goes up to Seattle oh and wins. God. Two years in a row, he's gone there and won. He how did it with the Giants last year. How about when Colt McCoy throws for like 328 yards, and I'm, more, and I'm sitting with Daniel Jones throwing for 167 yards, and I'm going, why couldn't we still have Colt McCoy for crying? If we had Colt McCoy, we'd have a better record. It's just, it's, it boggles my mind. And it's interesting. You'd see all these teams like the Cardinals and teams that have improved over the last few years. And they were all down on Kingsbury coming from Texas Tech because they're always a losing record. He's done a great job there. They drafted Kyler Murray, and Kyler Murray's been hurt. And they've been able to win games with their backup, with McCoy. And the Giants just, I mean, it's just a joke watching these, 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 this team. I mean, and, and you see other teams have success. And, but it's just an unpredictable league. Like I said, Dallas, they're not as good. Dak Prescott, to me, is very overrated. I think Dallas are frauds. I really think that they're frauds. Green Bay yesterday, you know, loses in Minnesota. Minnesota plays well at home against Green Bay. They do. But it's interesting. They go back and forth. Like, the defense played well against Kansas City, but yet yesterday they give up, what, there's a 34-31 final. Aaron Rodgers is hurt, though. They said he's got a condition worse than turf toe. So it's hard, and it's on his plant foot. So, Amazing. you know, that's got something to do with it. But crazy games. Yeah, it's just unbelievable how this team, these teams are so inconsistent every week. And yet, you know, Tampa Bay lost two straight games, and then Washington yesterday goes in and beats, what, Carolina? Yeah. And then Carolina, the week before, destroys the Cardinals in, 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 in Phoenix. I mean, I just I don't get it. I just don't understand. The trends in the NFL are so different than when I was a kid. It's this, you know, it's not even parody anymore. To me, it's mediocrity. I mean, that's what I feel about it. You know, it's, it was nice to see Cam Newton come back and play well. I'm rooting for the guy. Yeah. You know, he, was, he was hard not to root for last year. He didn't have a good year, but... His hair is the worst. He got the worst hair I've ever seen oh, in my life. Those, those things he wears at the press conference. So, again, like getting back, to, again, getting back to the Yankees, it's like, what are they going to do? They've been of interest in Sterling Marte. They're, Freddie Freeman would be a guy I'd love to see them sign. Be I perfect would love signing. to see them sign. Left-handed bat, gold-glove guy, got the championship pedigree. Is it former MVP? I mean, what else could you... You know, he would be the perfect guy there. And I, I'm still thinking about if they can trade Glaber. This is the guy I want. I want the Castillo. I want the kid from the Reds as a pitcher. Go get me a pitcher behind Cole, please. This team is it's every year. It's the same thing with the question marks. Who's going to pitch? And this guy's going to pitch. Oh, we have a list of guys that are here for pitching. There's about 10 guys that could possibly fill in as a starting pitching. I don't want that. I want an established guy. Where's Robbie Ray? He's available. Go get him. How about Clayton Kershaw? He's a free agent. That's true, but he's hurt too often. He is hurt and too makes, often. And he's, his contract would be insane. Robbie Ray had one breakout season last year where he wins the Cy Young. But the year before, they had a 6-6-2 ERA, led the league in walks. So, but he's, somebody's going to give him a lot of money. It's ridiculous. 13 wins this year, wins the Cy Young Award. Incredible. And Cole came in, what, Cole came in second or third? Second. <laughs> Why did Cole come in second? He won more games, right? But you have a better, what, worse ERA? His ERA was 3-2-4. Ray's was 2-8-4. So it was like a half, like right. not even a half a run difference. Right. So so Cole had a better ERA, is what you're saying? No. So, oh, Robbie, Robbie Ray, Ray had a did. two okay. eight four. Cole's a three okay. two four. Yeah. Cole's disappointing. Let's be honest. Cole's not the same guy who pitched in Houston. Spider Tech. Ever since they ever since they started, you know, investigating the gloves. And... What is Spider Tech? I've never felt it. Never touched it. Never seen a bag of it or a can of it. What is it? Actually? I've never heard of it until Moose and Maggie on the fan were talking about it one day. Spider Tech. 
I know. It's just, I mean, it's just getting to the point of the seriously ridiculousness with baseball. And I can't stand when they check the cap. Every time these guys come off the field, you see the, the umpires checking his cap and his glove for substances. I mean, come on already with this nonsense. I watched Gaylord Perry. He had substances all over the place. He had Vaseline under his hat. He had stuff under his glove. I mean, everything. he knew he was doing it you know, all the time. As great a pitcher as he was, by the way, I saw him pitch 25 complete games one year. That's when guys actually finished games instead of coming out in the fifth inning. But uh, we'll see what happens. Anyway, I can't believe the show's over already. want to thank our callers. want to thank Sean for always being here, man. And uh, thank you to uh, all our listeners. We had a great time. And we'll see you next week. We'll be back. There'll be more NFL talk. We'll get more into basketball, baseball, obviously the winter meetings. We'll see if there's a work stoppage. Hopefully there won't be a work stoppage. But anyway, we'll see you next week. Until further notice, enjoy the day, folks. It's a beautiful day. It's a little cold outside, but nonetheless. Happy uh, Thanksgiving, everybody yeah, yeah, Happy there. Thanksgiving. Go get vaccinated, all right? Do yourself a favor. Do it. Everybody have a really good turkey day. Stay well, stay safe. And we'll see you next week on WTBR Sports Talk. God bless.